Welcome back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast. My name is Katie Stoll. I have a different name. It's Cody Johnston. Hi, Katie. Hi, Cody Johnston. Joining us today. We're very excited for this guest. We have actor, writer, narrator of many audiobooks, the one and only Mara Wilson. Hi. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. This has been like... We've had like what five missed connections yeah. now where we were trying to do this and it just didn't happen. See, I that's checked the... that. Sorry, the first email I sent was in August. Yes, yeah. we kept for... trying, but then I was traveling and then I had COVID and, and we even thought that I wouldn't be able to do it today because I was uh, called you for know. jury duty. <laughs> I laughed. Jonathan had sent an email saying like, you know, she feels terrible. And I just laughed because that's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. It just you kept know? happening. And, and also, yeah. It just means that you're a busy person with a full life and even more reason why we want you to have I want to have you on as a guest, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm trying to live I'm trying to live a a, you know, a busy, productive life. But also like there's times, you know, like like when I had COVID and like over over the holidays, uh, where I was just I was just like doing nothing but playing Stardew Valley. And uh mm-hmm. sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's sometimes good. Sometimes that's all you need. Really great. I actually have some follow-up questions on that. Oh, yes. But in a moment, because this is the part <laughs> this is the part of the episode where we we um we acknowledge the the holiday, whatever the holiday is. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't do that research because Jonathan has something prepped for us, something special prepped for us yeah. uh, today to share about holidays after the packed holiday season. Excellent. After yeah. the packed holiday season. I mean, I'm just so tired of saying happy fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. So today, Jonathan, take it away with your presentation. <laughs> yeah. So, so Mara, every week we usually start by saying like, it's the happy national strawberry shortcake day or whatever it is. Mm. Uh, and we noticed late last year that there were a number of holidays uh, that seemed to have originated with an organization called Wellcat. Mm. At wellcat.com, they have over 80 holidays that they have come up with many of which we have featured here on the show, including Be Bald and Be Free Day, <laughs> Barbie and Barney Backlash Day, <laughs> Let It Go Day, Bifocals at the Monitor, Liberation Day, and so forth. That's right. That was such a confusing structure. So one. specific. So, we did, so I did some, some research. I need a little holiday project. <laughs> Wellcat was started by a married couple named Thomas and Ruth Roy, and if you go to their website, you'll see that they create holidays and they sell an assortment of herbs Spices, aromatherapy blends, and essential oils. Uh, catnip. Wait a minute. Yes. This is their business brand. Is that they they create holidays and then they sell a bunch of stuff that have nothing to do with those holidays. I think they're they have... totally they're separate. Yeah. Things. Okay. I mean, you could have like a bifocal at the monitor liberation day scented candle, I suppose, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that's hard. I'm sorry, Jonathan, for interrupting. No. You weren't done. You weren't even close to done. <laughs> oh no, I'm not close to done. But that is okay because this is a conversational. Uh, podcast Mm -hmm. so i'm so i understand so they started making up holidays decades ago and in the 1990s they somehow got these holidays listed in chase's calendar of events which is an annual reference guide to for it has like special observances and festivals and stuff in it and this really put them on the map and made them among the top creators of fake u.s holidays some of the those holidays were profiled in the la times usa today separately thomas roy had a brief film and television career he uh, had a small role in 12 Monkeys and did voice work on the adventures of Pete and Pete. Anyway, over the holidays, I, I went on their website, I got their email address and reached out 
to them because that's how people place orders and things like that. And I told them this whole thing about how they're kind of infamous <laughs> around here uh, on our on our podcast. Uh, and I asked if they would like to create a new holiday that we would premiere here on the show. Jonathan, that's so funny. Excellent. All right. Okay. Okay. Mara's <laughs> face right I'm now. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm very curious. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Now listen mm. to the, yeah, this yeah. 10 minute story. So Ruth Roy replied in a very nice email. She said, dear Jonathan, your note is interesting and it's fun to know you enjoy our holidays. However, I'm a bit confused. Are you asking us to create a new holiday for January 13th? That's not quite how our many holidays have been inspired over the years, so I'm wondering if you could clarify what you are hoping to do for the surprise. <laughs> Maybe my husband can lend his thoughts to this idea when he reads this note. So I, re I replied, uh, and I just said, you know, I'm hoping I can reveal a holiday which isn't yet posted on your website, and ideally it would be on January 13th since that's when this episode is coming out, but it can really be for any date. I would just love, here's a, you know, here's a new holiday, we can premiere mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, I'm mindful that I was asking these people to do a little work for free. There is that. There's also, I don't know, sometimes when I see people who are selling essential oils, they might not always agree politically with, with yeah. Cody, mm. Katie, let's say. I mean, yeah. I don't want to stereotype because there are all kinds of people <laughs> who use essential oils and all kinds of politics and such. But, uh, but, but, you know, it. it that's... It's like, what is this uh, arrangement? Who are we getting into bed mm -hmm. with here? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I did not ask them about their affiliation. I didn't say, like, here's some things we talk about on the podcast. You know, this is how Jonathan leftist. gets us canceled. Right. Mm. So, so I was like mindful of the, the weirdness of asking them to do a little work for free. But also, in fairness, all of these holidays are a title and a sentence. So it's like, yeah, it's not a big mm. pull. So I clarified and then I heard nothing back for like a week. And so in the new year, I followed up again and I was like, hey, just checking in. Don't want to create more work for you. If you don't want to create a new holiday, I'd love to know what your favorite one is or maybe what the first one is, how this all got started, anything like that. A few hours later, I got an email from Thomas Roy. First time I've heard from him. Wait, 12 Monkeys is Thomas Roy? <laughs> oh, my God. That's incredible. Like okay. movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it just the, the email just said, I did reply on day one, Tom. <laughs> so, I, and I, I briefly thought about writing back, being like, "No, I've no, no, you didn't. No, I've like... never received an email." But then, like, I, I read the email several times, which is a sentence, and I judged from the tone that I should like back off and not sure keep purging yeah. this. I don't want to harass the the creators of so many of these holidays. Yeah. So I I don't I I don't have a Wellcat holiday to premiere okay. here. And, but and no, but our listeners also please don't harass these people. Please do not. No, I no. think that's about their process. I know. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't I didn't follow the same process that they did, but I did come up with a holiday that I think it suits January 13th really well that I would like to premiere here. What is it? For everyone. Uh National Door Day. You know, there must be a door or two in your own home that you don't open every day. So make January 13th, National Door Day, the day you go around to all the typically ignored doors in your home. The forgotten closet, the unused side door entrance. Maybe even go to your car and open the door to your back seat if you've never done oh that. God, doors. Jonathan. Jonathan, this is perfect. Happy Is this inspired holidays. because of our... Before we started recording, Jonathan was talking about how the weather in LA has warped his doors. No, I, <laughs> uh, I was just thinking about doors on multiple levels. Mm -hmm. 
Boy, this Throw has been a, mind. a real journey, Jonathan. And I am so grateful for you. <laughs> oh, this was less you. of a presentation, more of storytelling, and I'm I'm very here. Kind of a shaggy dog story, yeah. you know, <laughs> kind of a kind of a like, oh well, okay, well, oh, all right, nothing happened. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. <laughs> this is this is Paul Thomas Anderson will be adapting this any day now. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Well, it's, a, it's, a to- it's a tone story. It's uh, the experience. <laughs> it is. It's about the experience. Maybe maybe the the you know the real doors were the friends we had all along, mm-hmm. or <laughs> or something like that. I think it could sweep yeah. next next award season. Mm-hmm. You better write this down so we make sure to mention it next year. <laughs> yes, this is oh, now. Yeah, no. <laughs> I am happy. curious about this official guys, holiday. Though. Maybe they felt insulted that you were like you know maybe is it is it right. sort of like I, I think a lot of creative stuff uh you would be surprised how much of it just starts off as like stupid inside jokes like pretty much every band name is an inside joke oh mm-hmm. yeah you know every every album title is an inside joke and so maybe it is sort of like this is an inside joke you know that this married couple has you know they're like hey you remember this we should make a holiday about it yeah right right it could, and then it well, caught so on and became like a little they, thing yeah so maybe they felt they felt you know insulted by it maybe. right like i wonder why. like because you're like Jonathan, your emails are very nice and professional, and yeah. uh, you, I don't think you were insulting to them, but I think it might maybe they perceived it as like, oh, they're making fun of our I, our holidays or something. They might have looked up some episodes and seen us also making true. fun of some of the holidays because <laughs> yeah. this is. I'm not joking. You're new here, but this is for some reason something that I I really doubled down and committed to, and I don't know how many years we've doing been doing this show. At least four, and we always start with the holiday of the day and usually it involves making fun of it because yeah. they're dumb so with all due respect <laughs> to what are their names Wellcat, the well 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 the yeah. ross family no but roy. The, the roy family, the roy roy. Yeah, family. Yeah. ross was close <laughs> um it's silly and we are curious what your process is let us play too man also yeah. apologies too. apologies to jonathan for for saying you're like you, your story is paul thomas anderson-esque <laughs> No, I I, that's I really appreciate that, uh, but I also <laughs> am sorry to the Roys because I was not trying to like. We're all sorry. We're yeah, all everybody's sorry. sorry today. We're all sorry. We National apologize here. for whatever day. Yes, that that's the yeah, that's a good holiday. I mean, actually, there that is already a holiday, and it's called Yom Kippur. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> hi, it's Katie. You know me. I'm always wheeling and dealing, bustling around the rat race doing deep dives into synergy before circling back to the drawing board. And before I'm on the go, I drink AG1 by Athletic Greens. It's a nutritional drink packed with all kinds of vitamins and minerals to help you optimize your bandwidth. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted to avoid taking a bunch of pills to maximize my health potential and become a thought leader. And now I'm a go-getter. It makes me feel beefed up and bleeding edge. And the best part is that it just takes a single scoop in some water and you're in taking all kinds of vitamins and minerals. It's also delivered monthly so you can integrate it into your time hack, shift the paradigm and such and so on and so forth. So if you are looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash more news. That's athleticgreens.com slash more news. Run it up the flagpole of your health. 
Good day, Cody listeners. You know, just this year, I discovered that I was paying an unwanted subscription fee to CraigM.com, a website set up by my old roommate to pay for all the water damage I caused. I was able to find this out with Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. Rocket Money will cancel your unwanted subscriptions, monitor your spending, and help you lower your bills, all in one place. It's like how I wanted my washamajig to be for shower, laundry, and dishwashing until it exploded in my living room. Our living room. I'm sorry, Craig, okay? Anywho, Rocket Money. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button or the tap of a button. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. That's way more than what your couch cost, Craig, you baby, you waterlogged baby. And you can cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash more news. That's rocketmoney.com slash more news. In fact, third time, rocketmoney.com slash more news. We're sliding right into the time that we allot getting to know Mm -hmm. our guests. We know you pretty well, but I mentioned holidays. We've only been talking about Mm -hmm. holidays. This is our first show back since the holidays. I am barely recovered from the holidays, let alone the holiday break. I don't know. I feel like there's two types of people. People that go into the holiday break, able to relax. And then there's me who needs like a needs some time afterwards. And it seems that you were able to relax, but you also had COVID. Watering your crops, taking care of you. Yeah, I was watering my I was watering my crops a lot. Mm -hmm. I I I pretty much only let myself relax when I'm sick. And and you know, if I if I take spend a day doing nothing, I'm very frustrated with myself. Mm -hmm. So I kind of have to balance it. It's sort of like, like I was talking to someone recently about how uh, like they didn't like taking naps. And I said, I, because it made them feel like they are like, oh, I've wasted my day. And I was like, I can take naps, but they need to be in, in like a certain increment of time. Yeah. Like I can't take a nap for longer than half an hour because Mm -hmm. that will ruin my day. So, well, there is a science yeah. to that about yes. how the too long of a nap midday can be very counterproductive and like disrupt your sleep cycle. But for the last, I very, I can't relax. I, sometimes when I'm sick, I can make myself do it, but it's very difficult for me to take a nap. And I used to be able to. I'm not, I'm not, I feel weird when I do like, like there's some people who I think like, like my sister is like this, where she kind of, she enjoys like, just like nice things like getting like getting your nails done or like going to the Mm-mm. spa. And like I can I can do some of those things. But a lot of the time I'm like, OK, like like, uh, you know, if I want to get if, if we go, if she's like, let's get Manny Petties, I'll be sitting there the whole time and I'll be like, OK, but I need my hands back at some point because yeah. what do I have to do with my hands? And yeah, I've, I find it to be very stressful. Yeah, and it shouldn't be. That's the wrong word. But it is. I feel anxious. I'm like, this is going to take a while. And then I have to shell out, and I haven't done it in a long time now, because I live in the mountains, who cares, is I'll pay for the gel ones because I can't ruin it immediately, because yeah. I'm so impatient that when someone paints my nails, I will touch yeah. my hair, <laughs> and then it's in my hair, and you got, like, hair strings. It's disgusting. Anyway, yeah, I relate I'm, to I'm, that. I'm definitely, I, I've, I've never had like, I, I, you know, the kids don't say this anymore, but I've, I've always had zero chill. 
uh, just just completely never had any chill at, at all it's just that's just not that's just not who I am but sometimes I am able to I'll be like okay for these few days I can I can do this and I can let myself relax and I won't beat myself up too much sometimes again I can relax but I'll beat myself up about it later yeah mm. So, this feels like so you kind of have to get sick in order to make yourself relax a little bit. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Because I don't like, like, I, I used to think I was like, am I a lazy person? And then someone I know is like, I don't think that you are lazy. I think maybe you're just tired or you kind of, <laughs> you kind of go like, you kind of, you kind of go like full steam ahead and you do too much. And then, and then you kind of do nothing. And then you get anxious that you're doing nothing. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. I don't think she said all those things to me, but that's the way that I rationalize it. But it is kind of true and there's a difference between because a lot of times we'll be exhausted or you know our brains are fried from being pulled in a bunch of different directions and you can't you can't do more productively yeah to rest but unless you are actually resting it's not really resting unless you're actually giving yourself permission and that's the thing that well that's at least what Instagram mental health accounts tell me. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, reclaim my rest. Well, do there's know. do that all that there's there's you know I mean wellness is a complicated thing and a lot of yeah. times it's it's because you know people are trying to sell us something but there is mm-hmm. just stuff like like oh hey maybe I shouldn't eat while I'm watching something maybe right. I should just focus on eating maybe I should you know it's it's not going to kill me to like stop and take a breath. <laughs> once in a while and maybe but i think that that you know that the hustle culture and the working culture and they always and especially if like me you are really bad at at time and you're there's got to be a better term than time blind but i'm i'm always Hmm. like up until recently i was pretty much always running late for something because i just didn't didn't understand didn't like perceive time i guess in the way (laughs) that a lot of people do and so so yeah, so that made may, may, that meant a lot of like hurry up and wait. Mm-hmm. And, well, also uh, the industry that you grew up working in is a lot of yeah, hurry up. Yeah, I and mean, wait. also if you have people like I don't think that child actors are spoiled brats in the way that like a lot of people do. Where it, it is kind of different though. It is kind of like, but but I guess you could say we're spoiled in some ways. But it's it's sort of the way that anybody who lives in a very controlled environment is. Because you've got you've got people telling you where to go and what to do at every hour of every day. And that does kind of warp your perception. Mm-hmm. And it also exactly it, it means that you kind of can't really fully grow up and take responsibility for yourself because you've never had to. Probably like youngest child stuff That's too. Right? Youngest child stuff. I mean it's it, it is a bit like that. Yeah. You you do grow up in an environment where everything is kind of there's somebody there to take you from uh, you have a lot of responsibilities and a lot of places to be, but someone is there making sure that you're arriving and doing yeah. and, and, and these places, the AD, there's whomever. But also it's like there's a protective thing and that's maybe sheltered from, you know, time management. But you're also uh, you grow up pretty fast, pretty young and know that there's a lot of responsibility. So that kind of makes yeah. sense to me why you don't have the resting doesn't come ne- necessarily as naturally. No, you know? it's it's strange. Yeah, it's it's very strange. I mean, I think also like like the the term emotional labor is one that's thrown around a lot, but emotional labor originally meant like the example given was like uh I think was like flight attendants mm-hmm. had had to be cheerful and positive the right. whole time despite working a job that was, you know, prone to lots of sexual harassment and mm-hmm. a lot of exhaustion and nausea and all kinds of difficult things. 
So they, uh, but they had to be pleasant. They had to be cheerful the whole time. <laughs> and a lot of being a child actor is kind of learning having to do that, you know, like mm -hmm. don't be a brat, control your emotions, be, you know, be smiling, be happy a lot of the time. And yeah. And, and so that's kind of what the job of it is. It is, it is emotional labor. Yeah. And you're such a little sponge at that age too. Yeah. And those environments, I mean, we have to talk about the news at some point. This is interesting. <laughs> but those environments are so stressful and they're full of big personalities. And, you know, the director's getting upset. The 80s mad. But the then the hair and makeup are going to talk shit because they don't like, you know, you're as a child in that environment. You can become an, a caretaker in a ways or like feeling like, how do I make this? How do I be a good girl in this environment? Yeah, I don't know. The, the I'm good just girl thing. No, the good girl thing, the perfectionist thing. That's definitely something that that stays with you for yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> What's well, funny because because I mean I obviously had like a unique experience with that, but I think a lot of other people who mm -hmm. who were told you have to be this, you have to be that, or you know, sort of converse conversely, like you're a brat because that's mm -hmm. a thing you also mm -hmm. spend all your time doing what you're told, and then at the same time you're always told that you're a spoiled brat. And so yeah. it's kind of like, well, but I, but all I do is what I'm told. So right. how is I that know. possible? There was a point in my childhood where I'm like, yes, I'm a spoiled brat, but I'm um, a very good girl too. Like I would yes. say that, like, I was like, I'm a, I'm very grateful to be spoiled and I'm a good girl who deserves <laughs> yeah. it. it was kind of like the way I moved through like my 10 year old self. I don't know. Yes. I'm revealing too much on this podcast. And a bunch <laughs> of people are going to be like, we knew it. You were a brat. <laughs> I have so many things I would say, but we are going to talk uh, we, about the news. Yes, we, we got, got, we got it. The news. The news. Yeah. Um, and this week, we're going to talk about Biden to start. Ooh. So it looks like our Go boy Biden. Brandon has also had some classified documents stashed away. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Equality. Clear. Equality. <laughs> it's not clear what is in those doc docs just yet, uh, whether or not they are purposefully held. It's easy for me to be like, well, it's not the same. And we'll get into how it's not the same. Sure. Um, and I, I do want to state that up front <laughs> before I say this, which is I do have a problem with us immediately downplaying this when we were all immediately upset with Donald Trump. It's it annoys me. Um the hypocrisy of both sides. But yeah, on our side, the on the left, you you got to be able to acknowledge when something's wrong and this is wrong. With that said, Jonathan, let's explain how this is how it's not the same. Well, and... But it is and it isn't. But yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean it is. I can obviously interrupt me at any time. So here's what happened. Uh Hey John. Lawyers... Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. Just saying hey. hey. What's going on? All right. All right. Okay, nice go on, you, Cody. Yeah, you too. Okay, cool. Uh, lawyers for President Biden on November 2nd discovered classified documents dating back to the Obama era in a locked closet at the Penn Biden Center, a think tank in Washington, D.C., where Biden had an office uh, as VP. They immediately notified the National Archives and returned the documents the next day. The Justice Department started an investigation. Uh, then they found they were searching his all they're like oh biden's got documents we should search all of his places and figure mm -hmm. out what's going on they found a second small batch of documents including some marked as classified uh, at his wilmington delaware home uh in his uh a storage area in his garage Whoopsie. yeah Sorry. next to his corvette apparently which was oh. like a big thing at the press conference today it was like next to your corvette sir 
Um, <laughs> because uh, because Hunter Biden had access to that garage yes. in like 2016 or something. You'll get to it, I'm sure. I just, everything's, no, it, everything's it so, a mess. <laughs> like, so that's not great. <laughs> Obviously, we the the differences in, in terms of between what is the Biden docs and the Trump docs. I mean, notably, the National Archives did not know that these documents were missing. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Trump, they were like, "Hey, there's a bunch of stuff missing." So, give yeah. them back, give them back. I will say, and then constantly asking for them back, and then having to go get them. Right. There's a difference. There's a very clear difference of how this information has been handled between uh, the two presidents. I will say. I mean, I understand sitting on this news because this was right before the midterms. We're months past. This has just been kind of kept secret for a long time, and that's sketchy. I'm right, right? Like, that's a little sketchy. It is. It is, And I think that it's worth acknowledging that because that's what they're going to acknowledge. That's what they're going to talk about. And it doesn't help us have this conversation if there's some sort of air of mystery or cover-up. And, yeah, there's there's, there's the sheer volume and the difference of the the quantities of things. So I'm sure that's easier for the National Archives to flag it. But also, yeah, we're all looking at Donald Trump, you know, like, we should probably be looking at all presidents. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, that's probably, kind of right? that's that's kind of the assumption, I think, of like a lot of and, and I don't think that this is a, a thing that Republicans do, but I do think it's definitely like, you know, Trump Republicans do where they're just like, well, your guy did this, too. And and I feel like, I mean, most Democrats I know would be like, yeah, he did. <laughs> like we admitted mm-hmm. it's it's you know, and this is this mm-hmm. is my own personal experience, but also most democrats that i personally know were never the biggest fan of biden to begin with right right he was he was something that we we kind of had to have and had Mm. to be like fine okay i mean i'm not sure you know that is that is like again that's anecdotally that's my my peer group and such so you know because i like i've had people comment on my um on like you know, public things about me. Like, I think even I just like posted myself voting and, you know, there was a lot of let's go Brandon, you know, you know, comments there. And I was just (laughs) like, guys, I'm not like in love with this guy. I never, Mm. I've never, in fact, I've never really done that for any politician because that was the one thing that my, you know, libertarian father managed to get into my head that I still agree with. It's that, you know, don't put politicians up on a pedestal. Yes. Mm -hmm. And And that's, That's the and Democrats are very stuff. bad at not doing that. They are. They're uh, very bad yeah. at it. There's very, I mean, like, people are always like, like every day, like every year, I'm like, I, I remember all the all the Ruth Bader Ginsburg stuff. I mean, she wasn't oh. a politician, she was different, but oh. all of that and and you know, and and the prayer candles and the t-shirts and all of these <laughs> things. And I'm like, politicians aren't celebrities. And even if and and you shouldn't really treat celebrities like that either. That's right. That's not good for them. And it's not good for you either. I agree with you so completely. This is the crux of this story to me. And in general, how we talk about politics now as if it's like, this is my team. This is who I'm rooting yeah. for. This is what I want to see happen on the big show this season. Mm-hmm. And yeah. politicians across the board are not your friend. And no. I don't know how else. And like it, it makes my skin crawl to they see are... people standing and like, you know, defending just you don't have to defend Joe Biden. You don't No, 
he's not you're it, they're all presidents are war criminals <laughs> like anybody you know? <laughs> anybody if you if you if anybody who is helping you or works for you or something if you yell at them you are an asshole never never like yell at somebody that you've hired or who is helping you with something unless it's a politician yeah. <laughs> that's the only like anybody who's like who's like rude to wait staff rude to you know anybody in the service industry in any way is, is a total asshole and they're horrible and you should not trust them but but politicians are the only people that we kind of technically hire we kind of technically have it that that you should yell at to do their job mm-hmm. that is the it's yeah, part and, of the job description it is not it's, literally but like it is yeah it's that's it should be it should be i think you should be you know yelling in gavin newsom's dms like i was yeah, yeah a couple years ago. that's right <laughs> there's this uh funny phenomenon that happens a lot of this assumption that like if you're like you know on on the left like there's this gotcha that republicans do yeah. a lot of like well then he did this so like we should go after him go for it all of them right. go for it it's uh, it's always like this funny like reveal that that, like kind of short circuits their brain like they can't handle that like you don't actually want to defend politicians but like we i feel like we used to have like even in like the 90s this sort of like understanding of like they're all not good none yeah. of them are like on our team all the simpsons jokes about you know oh yeah you it's like possibly well, it's kill all of our politicians yeah right all of those and yeah. like um any don't movie politicians, by the way i'm not don't, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just hanging kodos you know march no, speaking to yeah kodos, take it up with me. them take it up with them <laughs> take it up with Rigel seven the uh but like i feel like there's also this era where any any like politician in a movie or like a president in a movie it wasn't a republican or democrat thing they, they never even said their uh their political party it was just like understood it's a politician and they all kind of suck it's not one or the other yeah i mean that probably i don't think i mean none of us were alive during watergate but i'm assuming that's probably when that became kind of a main more mainstream belief mm-hmm. you know that uh that any kind of there there was already sort of this younger belief of like uh, you know amongst the younger generations of like never trust anyone over 30 and then it was like oh yeah we were we were right this guy right. is yeah. bad yeah yeah but and it's strange i think that people i mean it's it's strange in the same way that it's strange that boomers you know defied the establishment then became the establishment in perhaps a much in some ways, a much worse way. And like held on to it for dear life and <laughs> yeah. will not let go. Yeah. 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 I think you're right. Watergate's a turning. I think that there's also just the world just it's like the literally and figuratively, the, the boiler has been turned up on the world and everything gets more and more intense. And, you know, we're in the late stage capitalism and money is more and more stratified and the politicians hold on to the money to stay in power and the only way they're going to do that is by relying on their base and the only way they keep their base is by creating narratives about the other side you guys you yeah you rile them up and then yeah Yeah. you get it um but i remembered what i was going to say earlier that i forgot excellent which is that there is this knee-jerk desire to be defensive of like uh we'll yeah, Donald Trump did this, but Biden and blah, blah. And it's like, it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, it's basically the same point you make, but it's like, it does this whenever somebody, because I moved to the mountains recently and uh, have lots of interesting conversations up here. And um, for the most part, I find them to be really interesting and productive. And I find that people, you can find the threads of agreement. But sometimes when someone's like, yeah, but what about Joe Biden? I'm like, hey, man, what about him? Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. 
I'm not saying this doesn't have to be defensive. You know, like, let's just agree that no politician should be worshipped, especially not a president. They are not our savior. But that's the the fallacy of like two, what is it, two coquet? Well, you too, you you guys did this too. And it's like, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> that doesn't take away from- Yeah, it's also bad, yeah. I mean, when I read about this, I was just kind of like, I just felt not very surprised. Yeah. Like this didn't surprise me that that you know that that Biden did that. I mean, again, it it also comes back to motives. Like, what what was he doing? Was he? I mean, like, I personally know that I, for many reasons, will never and should never be president. Uh, <laughs> but and one of them is because I would probably take something home class that was classified by total accident, absolutely, and just be like, oh shit. You know, where did I, you know, why, why is there this classified document in like my bathroom drawer mm-hmm. for some reason? Uh, why is there? Yeah. You know, but then if they were would've. requested, you'd be like, oh, where did I put them? I'll find them and then give them back. Yes. Probably. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Because I'm. Around. That is the, the difference. Go ahead, Mara. Yeah, that, that's, that's the difference. And there's also, I wouldn't take them home to like show people to impress them. Mm. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Which, you know, is is something. Yeah. And I mean, it is a little it is weird that Biden is like has these things in safes and like but uh, so one that thing I would wanted... suggest that he knew that they were mm. there. Yeah. Yeah. That he knew. And, yeah. Or a staffer so, did at the because pl- I don't know if they were in a safe in his garage, were they? Did I miss that? I would hope they were, but I don't know. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like, like the Justice Department was even saying today that like the the bar for prosecuting people on mishandling classified documents is proving that they deliberately flouted rules for how to secure the materials. So this right. may mm. well end up with like the Trump special counsel being like, well, we repeatedly asked for him back and then they he lied about them and then the FBI had to raid his place to get them back. And Biden's an idiot and did a whoopsie goof, which right. not great, but, but like, yeah, we have yeah, that's, special well, that's counsels we assigned <laughs> like to that point, the whole like, yeah. And then they had to raid his rate. They had to raid Mar-a-Lago. Like, I just keep seeing all these, uh, you know, the punditry and like the the Matt Gates and Josh Hollies of the world or whatever. Uh, just like, why aren't they raiding Biden's home right now? Because they gave them back. Because they gave them back. <laughs> Right. there's nothing there anymore they gave them it's back very uh, important. it's just so it's such a silly it's impossible to talk about anything because let's take his ice cream you know, yeah. yeah it's like <laughs> punish the old fart i do want to say i mean do i think that this was mostly a whoopsie goof yeah i do although i i don't know i i don't think that that should be our first reaction isn't mm-hmm. it shouldn't be well, it's Biden, so you know, Grandpa <laughs> forgot that he put it in. No, his you're slippers. right. Those are right. Like Just, my he was in that I think Trump is malicious and Biden's an idiot. And yeah, right. Right. So I, I, it's important to acknowledge that, like, but just be like, yeah, okay, investigate it, and end of conversation, right? Like that's what we should be able to do instead of like what you're talking about of like uh def- like oh no protect the man who's in charge of everything like there's no reason <laughs> to do that okay i think we all need to cool off mm. and think about the next story no mm. i don't know it's time I for agree an with you completely. Yeah. he agrees with me completely yeah. we just got um we got to slot in some advertisement advertisement but then we'll be right back for even more news news boy i 
sure love the winter. Every year, me and my family sit around and watch the holiday classic about the snowman before going outside and building our own snowmen. Sometimes 40, even 60 snowmen we build. It gets very cold. Luckily... I got my Bombas. Winter is simply better with Bombas. They have socks, underwear, and t-shirts that are as warm and soft as my heart. Whenever I watch that snowman film, Michael Fassbender is incredible in it. Sometimes we leave little notes to the police on our snowmen as well. Listen, every Bombas item is seamless, tagless, and uses the softest materials like merino wool, pima cotton, and even a cashmere. They also make temperature-regulating clothing so you can feel more comfortable no matter how many dead-eyed snow creatures you create. Oh, and the best part is that for every item you purchase, they donate another to someone in need. Pretty nifty. So go to bombas.com slash more news and use code more news for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash more news and use code more news at checkout. And we are back as promised for even more news. News. That's it. I got to scroll down. Jonathan, what's next? Oh, George Santos. That's fun. Santos L. Halper. Well, the Biden news was this week, but there's a little bit of catching up of news over our month-long break. I mean, the the Santos story continues, I guess, until he resigns or gets that uh, pension. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you want me to run through some of these lies he got caught in? We were off for a few weeks, so we didn't get to... Yeah, Yeah. we haven't talked about this at all yet. You guys, that's that's right. George Santos is liar, liar, pants on fire. Mm. Yeah, okay, so... First term congressman, George Santos, New York, claimed to be both uh, black and Jewish. He's neither. (laughs) Neither. As far as as we know. Uh, He said his mother was the first female executive at a major financial institution who died on 9-11. And then he said she was in one of the towers on 9-11 and died a few years later. There's no evidence of that. He said he attended elite private school Horace Mann. Then he went to Baruch College, where he was a star volleyball player. And NYU, there's no record of him at any of those schools. We had a volleyball team at NYU? <laughs> no, Bar- Baruch College was where the Baruch volleyball Baruch was where he played volleyball, but yeah. Friends knew him as Anthony DeVolder. His Wait a second! An- his name is Anthony DeVolder. I, I mean, his name is also probably George Santos, yeah. but... This guy who lived with him for years was like... Wait, also, his mom died in, like, 2016 or 2018 of cancer, 2016 of cancer, yes. Not 9-11. He said his family owned several properties and that he managed a number of properties and that he worked at Goldman Sachs and Citigroup. He said he ran a nonprofit called Friends of Pets United that saved thousands of animals. That's not true. Um, He said he lost several employees in the Orlando Pulse nightclub shooting, which does not (laughs) appear to be true. There were, All, yeah, no, that, that just, just statistically, there weren't, you weren't going to, yeah, four people, he, yeah, lost four people out not, of the 49. Yeah, yeah, that's not. I don't know. I think the thing that's interesting to talk about here, maybe you'll agree or not, is that like a lot of this was seemingly intended to inflate his own status as if it wouldn't be a good story that like a poor kid from Queens, like, became a yeah. congressperson like it, it right. like your it mother didn't need story. to be uh the first female executive at a financial institution right republicans love that shit it's kind of yeah that's the thing is that they 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 love the and and america really loves the idea yeah. of the like started from the bottom you know like that that's a whole that, that yeah. is the american mythos and and uh 
nobody really wants to be in America. I don't think anybody really wants to be born rich necessarily. A lot of people want to believe, I mean, there obviously are some, but I think the best thing to have people think of you is that you didn't used to be rich, but you mm-hmm. are now. That yeah, because that, that you means- earned it. Right. But like, it's that sort of like the Emerald Mine sort of scenario where there was a period of time where I feel like it is, it was acceptable. Like, yeah, like I grew up and we were like, we were doing all this wild stuff and I had emeralds out of my pocket. But now it's very clear, like, no, 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 we don't actually like that. We want you to have this sort of rags to riches story instead. So you're sort of putting The U.S. Is, has always, I mean, so many of these things are, and it's it's just, that is like in our culture and in all our like great movies and TV shows and stuff is the idea of like, of of these people kind of coming from nothing and then, you know. and so so that's that's what we want you know so so it is strange that but it kind of feels like he was trying to cover all his bases yeah Mm -hmm. like like you know so he could say to some people that that you know well i'm a gay republican and i mean gay republicans are really not as rare as you'd think and i know that because i went to nyu because i actually went to nyu (laughs) and there were a lot of gay republicans there and i'm gonna uh, look into that (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know there the idea of gay republicans is sort of new to to some people and also the idea of uh you know you can get the animal lovers on your side and you can also you know uh i mean the the saying like saying your Jewish thing is uh, that was very strange uh, and and Ukrainian so Jewish specifically, which uh, which I actually am I think I'm are you I'm yeah. I'm Ukrainian and Lithuanian Jewish yeah yeah but but saying and saying like they died in the Holocaust which like the Holocaust in Ukraine was like a very different and specific mm-hmm. thing and then the quote from him I think is that's why I see the dangers of socialism yeah I'm like wait and it's like. That wasn't oh, dog. Oh my god. That's that's <laughs> this that's is, wrong for a couple. Yeah, a couple of, so many levels. But it really there First are first they came who, for the gay Republicans, and then the... there are people who compulsively lie who just like do it. But it does feel like these these don't feel like like just like that that sort of compulsive kind of lies. These these feel very much specifically. Yeah, calculated a, for like I'm trying to appeal to, to this and this like a they, wide but net like, here right like this tension in everything he says of like yeah i i had diamond encrusted bootstraps like you can't how do you (laughs) navigate i mean i did i read an interview with an old roommate of his who did say that he would just lie about random stuff that didn't really benefit him Mm. that way whereas like yeah so that there is a disorder where people are like that yeah, yeah and i feel i have some empathy for that person growing up that potentially i mean look i have imagination so i can fill in the blanks and give people all sorts of reasons for their behavior but the problem (laughs) i have um you know i imagine it's hard to grow up poor and you know wanting to fit into these different environments and maybe that starts some pattern of compulsive lying or what have you everything you we've discussed here is is true it's more respectful that like I have much more res- like in general, the American culture is like, yeah, you've done it yourself, your hard work, which is a myth that people want you to believe that you can because it's getting harder and harder and harder for someone to be able to actually pursue the American dream. But they would like you to believe it's still possible. Mm, you're just not However, hustling enough. Not at hustling the end enough. of the day, the thing that confuses me the most is the fact that the GOP backed this man, ran him as this is this is our guy. 
this is our candidate. And there's just, there's no way that they didn't do background checks themselves, right? Like, they must have known that there are so many flaws here and lies. New York or am City, I wrong? <laughs> New York City Republicans are an interesting group of people. In in just just in my experience, there's because you've got your like you know your standard like Bloomberg's you know who are just you know very financially like that's that's what it is. It's about money. But then you've got some. Actually, I mean, I think a lot of New York City politicians, it, it, there's just a lot of eccentricity there. And so maybe they were just kind of like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's what we have. It's, we'll it's, see what you know. happens. Right. Because I yeah. feel like there's also, especially, especially in that party, but both parties to, to a certain extent, but like, yeah. especially in the Republican Party, there's a sense that like, it doesn't really matter anymore. Mm. Like Jonathan up top in this segment, you were talking about like the, the options, right? Of like, well, until he resigns or, you know, but the other option is that, Nothing will happen. People will stop bringing this up because enough time has passed. And then he's just a congressman. I mean, you know, Matt like, Gates is still I was serving. Gonna say, yeah, right. that's, that's Matt Gates's. Yeah, there's a lot that is that yeah. still a ticking clock until like unclear what that because his, fri- his friend, I why. think his friend, I think, got indicted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and is like and, and gave them everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's what made uh, Gates change his vote. For McCarthy, I don't know if you saw the clip of him on the floor being having uh, a talking to. Uh, it's very Gates? funny. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. McCarthy. Yeah, he's just like like very like his face just sort of like falls, and he's like, "Okay, you know, whatever you say." <laughs> this is a good transition to the next thing we were maybe going to talk about, but to be honest, I don't want to talk about it that much. It's Kevin fine. McCarthy, Speaker of the House, finally over and done with. <laughs> it's fine. Old news. Old news. They had Old their little sweeps uh, week. I felt like and, uh, I was trying to keep up with it and I just couldn't. But And now it's over. And and I was like, oh, I should really read about what's going on with that. I think we don't really know all the concessions that have right. been made. Um, but one thing we do know was made is that he made it much easier for himself to get booted as speaker. Mm. And mm. that is a major concession that is disastrous for <laughs> the country. Mm. Potentially. Potentially. Oh, yeah, all this potential. Marjorie Taylor Greens and stuff, you know, but we don't know. This is their clown show. You know what? I'm going to stick on my uh, Poconet liberals for just one second. I didn't like the popcorn. I don't think that's necessary. (laughs) Wait, what? The popcorn, like they're bringing popcorn or whatever. Like, wait, did they? Oh, oh, yeah. All the little, the visual, like the stuff for the memes. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't accuse us of drinking. Then the people are saying they're drinking. Well, fair, but also don't bring popcorn either. You're making a joke of it. Yeah. As much as a clown show as it is, we don't need to do that. That's obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the, um, I guess like the posting of it all. Like everyone wants to be a poster. Mm-hmm. And they want that and do their little image. yeah. Which, which why would you want that? Why would yeah. you want that horrible exactly horrible thing for yourself? It's hell. We don't. <laughs> nobody wants that. We're just all stuck there. Um, but they can choose not to. And doing it in real life, it's just like, just be a, do your job. I don't know. Just do your job. But I guess they can't until there's a speaker. So you know. Nobody does. That's the thing is that nobody does their job. It 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 feels like. <sighs> Let's end on something fun. Let's. A little culture war bullshit, shall we? Mm. We talking about M and M's? We're talking about something else. 
I mean, Gas we can. Stove. I do have What's the clip M&Ms? of Tucker Carlson talking about M and M's, but oh, no. <laughs> is where he is like because that's what we do here. <laughs> so like, good. We're gonna talk about how the green M and M's may be a lesbian and the purple ones plus size. But it's that's unbe- what we do. Here. First of all, what? okay, I we don't need this completely. It's so silly. Whatever. Some of the the M M&M and M mascots are women now, and everyone cares. Um, or nobody cares. Uh, it's impossible to know. But one of them is. He, he, in the clip, he's like, in this, like, I guess, lesbian, like, obese lesbian peanut. And it's like, what do you mean, obese peanut M&M? It's an M&M. It's literally the yellow M&M, but purple now. They've done yeah. nothing. He doesn't, he's just, it's so silly. It's a silly So man. let's come, no one's commenting on the yellow M&M's body type. Exactly. Exactly. It's, they're being sexist against the purple M&M. That's right. Um, um, let's explain this gas stove. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so sorry. not the M&M. Different culture war. Yeah. Different culture war. Same so bullshit. So yeah, the, the, the new culture war is about gas stoves. Does he stoves. know that they're for eating, do you think? Uh, <laughs> the Democrats. I hope so. I don't even know. I think he's, like, he's spent a lot of time sexualizing the M&Ms in his mind, yeah. and this is just too much for him. Okay. They're just for looking now. God. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the Democrats want to take your gas stove. Uh, not really. Here's what happened. Um, in an interview with Bloomberg News, Richard Trumpka Jr., a commissioner with the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission, was talking about gas stoves, how can, they can be bad for the environment and human health. And he said, any option is on the table. Products that can't be made safe can be banned. Um, there are five commissioners on that board, though, and most of them don't want to ban gas stoves. And if any kind of consumer product things moves forward, it would only apply to future construction. Thank you. Thank you. No one's going door to door to take your stoves. Yeah. But Bloomberg went with the headline, U.S. Safety Agency to Consider Ban on Gas Stoves Amid Health Fears. And uh, the, the right wing culture war machine just went nuts. And I mean, Jim Jordan tweeted, God guns, gas stoves. Ron DeSantis is posting like, don't tread on me memes with like stoves. With stoves. Gates like... just posted a short video of his stove on. It's so pathetic and weird. It's like the maybe the stupidest one so far. And like we've done Mr. Potato Head. We did the Dr. Seuss thing. The Gillette stuff. It's just so silly. It's very, very, uh, cat very turd. silly. I can't even believe I'm saying this. Cat turd too. <laughs> posted like I turned on all my stoves. Are you what take that? Somebody looked oh, up boy. where Cat Turd LLC is registered, and it's an electric stove. He has an electric what? stove, and he's just like tweeting Wait about. Wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. How do you find out what Cat Turd stove is? I don't understand. It, this is uh, a big jump for me. Looking up Cat Turd LLC, which is the name of his LLC, and you can apparently. See what his stove he has? In the name, yes, yeah, like like rented or bought in the name in like Come on, Cat Turd so LLC, funny. and they found it, and it's an electric stove on the website, apparently. See, that's the thing when you're just when you're just against something and you're not even thinking about why you're against something. I I personally am against gas stoves because uh, I'm not good with fire. And when I try to cook, it's like uh, it's like in the original Sims, you know, if if you're if you're if your character doesn't have uh, enough skills. uh, Yeah, it just just like sets everything on fire. And then then I wave my hands in a really weird way. (laughs) And uh, and so, yeah, so I actually have an electric stove now and I have one of the old style like coils, uh, which uh, there there are different kinds of electric stoves now. Uh, the coil ones can be kind of a pain to mm-hmm. work with, but I much prefer that to uh, lighting stuff on fire. Yeah. Uh, 
for myself. And also I have asthma. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So having a gasto is probably not good for Especially me. Especially when you have like hair. I find myself, my mom, I freak my mom out all the time. Well, she gets <laughs> a little like <gasps> any kind of danger. But uh, I'll be in the stove and like drop in the stove. I'll be near the stove and mm -hmm. drop something and bend down and she'll be like, your hair, you mm -hmm. know? And I'm like, oh God, but she's right. I did get actually pretty close to the flame a lot of times. There time. you go. And, the um, there's your problem. Don't go in the stove. And like we maybe shouldn't be burning fossil fuels in our homes if we yeah. don't have to. No, that's to. the actual. That's the actual yeah. thing. And and yeah, there are. I, I mean, I have heard the the thing about asthma being tied to it and it being, you know, it, it being a thing that could actually be dangerous, like you know, like lead paint, things like that. And uh, and yeah. it's funny because. <laughs> You mentioned this being in Bloomberg, and then all all I could think about was uh, when there were, and, and I think it was something. It was also like incredibly stupid. Like they 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 were like they're banning large sodas, and they weren't. They were basically, I think, banning free refills of large sodas. There were laws like this, and I think like 2010. Mm. And I remember seeing these uh, like every time you saw a, like a like a soda company uh, that was that was going to a store or bodega to to give stuff there was this giant thing that said don't let bureaucrats tell you how much soda to drink and somebody like raising like a fist with a soda in it and uh and it kind of made me feel like that like like people just there there is sort of this childishness that we have where it's mm -hmm. like well i just don't like that uh people might be telling me not to do something yes yeah. it's the, there's a, like you, to be told it's a weirdly like you like kind of uniquely american thing um, especially on the right, but of just like it's I mean, obviously COVID pandemic stuff is like a perfect example of this. Yeah. But just like stomping your feet and go, no, even if it's good and even if you agree with it, and even if you're like, Yeah, I could have an electric stove. It's just yeah. like the principle is making you reject it I like think... whole cloth, even though uh you don't even agree with it. Um like There's it's like you brought up lead paint where it's like if this if they try to get rid of lead paint now there'd be like half the country would be like, no, I'm going to yeah. eat that lead paint. Asbestos, and it's like, things like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Seatbelts. Yeah. It's so silly. It's definitely, it's a pretty, I don't think it's just American. I think that over the last no, few yeah. years, you're definitely seeing it, but it is a very American ideology that maybe originated here. I don't know. Someone smarter than me could do some tracing of that and make a good paper. But, um, <laughs> but I, I think that it also has to, do with the fact that most people feel pretty um powerless and that a lot of shit happens in the government they don't trust the government they don't trust anybody they know that a lot of decisions are made because private interests and lobbyists and mm. people are and uh the only thing that they know in their actual life is that this is an inconvenience and that they keep being inconvenienced and needing to pay money like that's mm. at the end of the day why i think what kind of boils down to a lot of it. And then you add all the culture war bullshit and it becomes, you know, because Brandon's the lizard snake and the lizard snakes uh, hate gas. And that's mm -hmm. the reason. And if we do this, all the snakes are going to take, I don't know. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And, and people don't like anybody that makes them feel bad about something. Mm -hmm. Like, like I, I didn't, I, I, I understand if, uh, you know, if people are like, oh, if there's more climate change things, maybe that'll put me out of a job or that means I have to replace my car and I can't afford a new one right now. And that's really frustrating for me. Like I can understand where people are coming from with that. But the people who are just like, I own so many cars and I'm going to go on this just to defy you. And it's like, you're you're shooting yourself in the foot eventually. Mm -hmm. Like 
it's it's not it's not good for you and you know if having if they're like hey having a gas stove is probably not very good for you i mean i think it's 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 a little bit different than like like covid where the problem is if they get sick they can get other people sick having a gas stove and being like i'm going to turn on my gas stove now like okay well if it isn't good for us or good for the environment you're you're not I will say yeah, that it's bad for you too. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are you too. doing? Like there are, I mean, there are certain places where electricity, like there, well, maybe that would, yeah, your generator turns it on. Like there are different setups and different things in different places where like maybe a gas stove is, is more helpful yeah. um, and necessary. Also, if we're going to talk about things that are bad for the environment and human health there are probably bigger fish to fry sure like, <laughs> like and, and yeah. right but here in uh also, in, yeah all those things go ahead Jonathan. Yeah, no like in uh, here in k-town a lot of the restaurant owners are like a lot of our food requires yeah uh gas and it wouldn't be the sit like it the, the the whole thing is gone mm-hmm. um in our restaurants or at korean barbecue or something if we had to use uh inductions uh, like a electric heating apparatus and i'm like oh, okay that's like a legitimate thing i don't yeah, know I the intricacies that. of how things are cooked but to make it like i don't even get this at all i'm just gonna crank on all my, the things in my own mm-hmm. home and poison no, myself it's just, to own yeah it's just it's like, uh it's just like not... don't tread on me i'll tread yes. on me i need yeah, to tread yeah. on me like it's it's a my silly. favorite thing about the the desantis memes is that his signature is in the oven for some reason <laughs> like there's two memes what? one says don't tread on florida the one says let us alone and they both have images of like stove tops and ovens and in the oven is ron DeSantis's signature what why would he why would he be burning it here i'll put signature. it in the chat please put it in it. the chat oh my god what is that's really funny that's so really stupid. funny so is he gassing himself oh, in the oven? Oh, God. Why would you do I, these clowns? This is really so well silly. thought out. And <laughs> yeah, they thought about it a lot. He's like, well, let me sign it so everyone knows it, it's my meme. going to do really well for him. going to get lots of engagement. Does I... anyone want to hear Tucker talk about M&Ms? Not Let's really. go for it. Uh, All right. I mean, okay, hey, we do not have to. I already heard it. It's very silly. He's an, abs- he's an absurd man. Oh, I already shared my screen. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. What are we going to do? Screen already. Late. Woke M&M's have returned. The green M&M got her boots back, but apparently is now a lesbian, maybe. And there's also a plus-sized, obese, purple M&M. So we're going to cover that. Wait a minute. Of course, because that's what we do. Uh, <laughs> the the plus-sized, right. the yellow, the yellow. It's the yellow M&M. I- I'm sorry. It is the it's yellow pe- M&M. It's a peanut and M&M, a different shell color. It. It's what the. Uh, it's what also, the fucking M&M looks like. It's what. That's the M&M what it looks like, like in the package. But just all of that aside, he's looking. He's going off the cuff. Maybe he's looking at this image. I mean, I don't need to make assumptions about body shapes and how they convert to M&Ms. But like, it was a tall more narrow that's not it's they're none of them are obese it's not and it's what the m&m looks like it's what the treat looks like well the whole just because that's what we do here now is kind of like are you just sick of yourself yeah are you tired of the fact that you you have failed upward which everybody knows about you and that this is this is what you spend your life doing Are, are you tired of that right are you finally staring into the void is this is is m&ms i mean probably not but yeah he's sitting fine (laughs) But the the you know 
the because that's what we do here now is is it does seem it reads as like very defeated it just like that's (laughs) that's just what i signed up for and i thought it was good but now here i am also his like and she got her boots back and i guess maybe she's a lesbian now she's sitting next to another woman Like, yeah, it's, it's kind just, of the reverse was of, of like, you know, they were just good friends, you know, where where, you know, they're just good friends and they're clearly lesbians. And but no, this is a, this is that they're lesbians. It's like, no, they're they're just, they're just, friends. They're just good friends. It's, <laughs> it's, it's candy. It's fine. It's just candy. It's candy. It's a, anywho. That's silly, fun. I'm glad man. we did that. Mm. Um, Mara, you've been an absolute delight. I'm so glad that we finally finally yes i'm so glad that it finally happened too oh wait is she maybe an almond m&m she could be an almond m&m Ooh, i would like an almond m&m they have almond m&ms don't they i think but the almond m&m and the peanut m&m have the same general shape yeah they're the same they're the same general shape so so yes the same shape yeah no it's It's on the it's on the bag it's right there yes (laughs) oh i'm gonna go get some Uh, m&ms Yes, I, 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 yeah, I want chocolate now. Uh, but yes, thank you, thank you so much for having me. And uh, do you have anything out to promote? I'm sure you do. Your ca- your cameo in the some more news movie two years oh, ago. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Uh, which is which was very fun to do. And yeah, and I, I started doing actual cameos right after that, and a lot of them were some some were just as fun, <laughs> some were just as fun, Less so, just yeah. as silly. Um, I'm trying to think. I I did a lot of. I am doing a lot of audiobook work these days. Uh, one book that I did that's coming up soon is Madame Restelle, which is uh, about the history of birth control, abortion, childcare, labor, and delivery, and such in America. And that is a really fascinating. The author is Jen Ashley Wright. Uh, that was a really fascinating book, all about the history of uh, you know midwifery and abortion yeah. and birth control uh, in the United States. Uh, that was one that I did recently that's coming out soon that uh, probably that would out. be, yeah, probably would be. Uh, I'll take you uh, on my road trips to L.A. and listen to you talk to me about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I've done I've done um, I'm doing a lot of those kinds of things right now. I've got some writing projects that I'm working on. Um, you can follow me on Instagram because Twitter is exhausting me these days. <laughs> oh, I saw your bio and I really appreciated it. Like. I think I changed it to just like, I'm too tired for Twitter right now or something like that. This is a conversation for another time because we're out of time. But like, yeah, Yeah. I feel that I have to drag myself over to Twitter to shoot something off. My heart's just not in it, guys. It's just Mm. not in it. Yeah. Yeah. But this was great. Um, Thank you again. Thank you, boys. (laughs) I never (laughs) thank you. Oh, fuck it. Everyone, we're going to be back next New year, week. new way of ending the show. New year, new yeah. ending. I don't think so. I'm just going to say that we love you very much. Much. Yes. Oh.